0: Hey, it's Chef Carla and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast where I interview creatives and entrepreneurs about how they show up in their real lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, health coach, and mama, and I'm also the founder of Cook and Chop Online Cooking School and Poppy Seed Society, which is an online co-working space. You can find me and learn more in today's show notes, And find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. Today's guest, I'm so excited to interview you, Chrissy, is Chrissy Adjasek. And she is such a brilliant light. And I found her through Gwen Ditmar's newsletter. And Gwen was actually on this podcast as well. So if you want to go listen to hers, it's about human design. But today, Chrissy's going to tell me who she is and how she serves the world, because I can't even sum up all the awesomeness that you are.
1: Thank you. Wow. What a great introduction. I love Gwen, by the way. Um, Gwen was actually one of my first coaches, um, I want to say two years ago, maybe. Um, yeah. Oh, so I know. I love her. She's awesome. Um No, I'm talking about Gwen. I forgot if you actually asked me a question before I started.
0: I asked you who you are and how you serve the world because you serve the world in so many different ways. Like you're a business, you do business coach for James Webmore. You have your own coaching. Like you have a lot of ways that you you work in the world. So I want you to tell us how you do that.
1: I'm first of all so impressed that you remember that because I feel like I don't talk about the business coaching very much on line. So very impressed. So hello, hello, guys. I am Chrissy Ajisapi, and I am the founder of the Loveful Eating Method, or creator, I should say, uh, because that's not the name of my business. So the Loveful Eating Method is a way of eating, right, that is focused on love for yourself rather than receiving love from other people. So oftentimes we find that fearful eating is set on I must do this so people love me, so that other people see my worth. Or so eating so I see my worth, right? And loveful eating is eating with that love already, right? So instead of rules, because you'll see a lot of people are so afraid of whether it's eating carbs or fat or sugar, there's always something that's demonized. Um, and I just don't come from that school of thought. So I am focused on showing up in the world in a way that mostly women, I work with men too, but mostly women um, realize inherent worth. And right now that iteration of it looks like me helping women stop binging, stop overeating and rebuild amazing relationships with their bodies.
0: I love that. I love it so much. And I've personally experienced working with you through your 21 day challenge. So I can speak for, it's just such a different way of approaching eating, but not only eating, life. Yes. And I think that that's so important.
1: I love that you said that because, you know, I do talk a lot about eating and body image because that's where I am right now. But the secret code, like you just said, is that it actually isn't just about eating or even about eating at all right it's about life and how we show up in the world and how we feel about ourselves and that has um it has a ripple effect the way we eat the way we feel about our body affects how we speak to people the energy with which you speak to people which also relates to how we receive abundance how we receive compliments it's it's so much bigger than just what's on your plate
0: That's incredible. I'm going to ask you about what's on your plate, literally, because I'm a chef. I I love this question. And I ask every single person that's on my podcast, what was your last meal? Because it really just, I love peeking into, it's almost like looking in your fridge. It's like peeking into your world. So what was your last meal?
1: My last meal was last night, although I guess it wasn't technically last night, because it was probably sometime at 2am or something like that, which, you know, part of loveful eating is I eat when I, when my body asks for food, right? If I'm awake and my body asks for food, I I eat. Um, So last night I actually had some Nigerian food, which is, my favorite food. I'm originally Nigerian. I was raised in England, but I'm originally Nigerian. Um, And I had something that's called Ogbono stew. You can say Ogbono soup or Ogbono uh, stew. I usually say stew. Um, And the base is okra, or I guess Americans say okra. Um, And, you know, I don't actually really know what else is in it. I think there's some sort of tomato base Other than that, I don't personally even know how to make it. But it's basically a thick because of the okra, it's very like drawery and stringy. Um, it's very thick. Oh, and it's so delicious. And it is it has all sorts of meat or whatever you want in it. Mine personally has meat and something else that's called shaki, which I believe is the same as tripe. Um, I'm not entirely sure. We you know we all have different names for things, um, and I eat it with something that is called eba, And ebba is... Um, sorry, I got distracted on my computer
0: there. <laughs> no worries.
1: Um, so ebba is cassava, right? And it's, it, it, it's, it almost looks like sand, and then you cook it in hot water, and it bit, it turns into, like, this mold-type thing. So it's thicker. It has an almost bitter taste to it. And the contrast of the slight bitterness of the eba with uh the stew it's just it's it's delicious one of my favorite meals ever in life
0: I want to try this my goodness my friend and I did send you my friend Yuwande yes. who is a chef and a food stylist and she cooks Nigerian food and it's incredible to see her recipes so I'm I'm so interested if she has one That I can look at. I'm going to, maybe I'll put a link. If she has one, I'll put a link to that in the show notes.
1: Yes, it's one. There was actually, so there's, I am in LA and I go to a particular restaurant, a particular Nigerian restaurant here in LA in Inglewood. And apparently um, an influencer or a couple of influencers went there early last week and they posted about it. So usually when I go to this restaurant, there's max four people in there. I don't have to wait that long. I mean, for my food, I have to wait a while, but I usually come and go. Um, There was a line of people down the block. People had been saying they'd been waiting for their food for like four hours. Like the place was absolutely slammed. And I'm very happy for them. But I'm like, you guys blew up my spot. (laughs) (laughs)
0: The business owners must be so happy I
1: know she looked very overwhelmed when she went in there like in my culture we call all of our elders you know auntie or uncle um or um you know grandma mommy depends on their age so even though I don't know her and she's not my family I still refer to her as auntie and I and I walked in and she definitely looked overwhelmed I was like you good auntie and she was like oh, it's a lot <laughs>
0: I love that. We're going to get into it because this, I am really excited for your answers to this question. Because I started and this is actually one of the first show up fully I've actually shifted this podcast used to be cooking as the new healthy. And what I realized is that I talk a lot about showing up. I talk a lot about it. And I know from your work, that you talk a lot about this and in like different flavors of it. So I'm interested in knowing and and for the people listening, how you show up in your life and however you interpret that for your clients or through your coaching or through your business or even your family or your relationship with yourself. Like how do you do that? And then the follow-up question is what do you do when you – don't want to show up? Because I feel like that's important to, like, yes, we can talk all day about showing up, but like, let's get real here. What happens when you don't want to?
1: That's a fantastic question. Um, and to which I'll say two things. First, um, so if you're listening to this and you're personally thinking about how you show up in the world, it's really important to get clear on what you consider showing up. Because um, not you in particular, Carla, but showing up has kind of become a buzzword, especially like in the spiritual community. Um, we tend to say, let's like show up. You've got to show up for your people. Right. Um, and it's really important to get clear on what that means for you. Like how exactly will you know when you're showing up in the way that you want to show up in the world? What does that look like? What does it mean? Um, so you're not just saying a bunch of words that you don't really know what they mean because there are a lot of words that we throw around these days that people say, and I'm just like, I don't really know what you mean when you say that it's just like a pretty word. Right. It just like sounds cool. Um, so for me, when I think about showing up, I think about, um, allowing people to be in my energy, um, in a way that I personally feel supports the greater good. So that could be anything. And, literally could be anything like you said like with your family um with your friends and I like to think that I first of all show up for myself in a way that's loving to me I remind myself that everything I feel and think is okay and fine and there is nothing about me that makes me a bad person or even really a good person for me the goal and lots of people might disagree um for me the goal isn't to be a good person anymore. When I showed up into the world and I wanted to show up to be seen as a good person, I did a lot of things that were detrimental to me and therefore not good for the greater good, right? I uh, interpreted many things in ways that were harmful for me and others. So now I focus on my main goal, right? Is, you know, of course I want to make an impact and I want women to know that everything about them is okay, that there's nothing wrong with them. And I cannot do that unless I'm doing that for myself first, right? Like, unless I'm really doing these things and experiencing these things and speaking to myself the way that I... uh ask my clients and internet friends to speak to themselves. So first and foremost, I show up for myself in a way that feels good. And that varies on a day-to-day level. Like, what does that mean? Sometimes that means I'm posting a million stories on Instagram because I just have a message in my heart that I have to tell people immediately. Um, and sometimes it's at home journaling or doing mushrooms by myself has happened. Yes. Um, it, it, so, so it changes. It changes. I... Do I think my main goal is to love myself, and that looks different depending on the day, right? um and love other people? I hope that answers your so
0: question. beautiful. It's so beautiful to just witness the way that not only and I want like like the word that keeps popping out to me is respect, the way that you respect not only yourself it's like it it goes to the clients it goes to I mean even even your auntie that's at the restaurant like that respect goes out to all of those people and you it, it literally like shines from you at least that's what I can see
1: thank you that's so nice and you know for anyone's it's to anyone that's listening my goal I don't go around being like got to respect everyone, every living person. That's not what's on my mind or heart. Respect is something that hardly comes up for me. Um, But I do love people, right? And one person's idea of respect, someone else may consider incredibly disrespectful. And I mean, there's, there's not much you can do about that, right? You can only do your personal best. And that's that's what I strive for every day. And again, it's not about it's not about being a good person. It's so great. Like, it's so nice to hear the things that you're saying about me. I love it. Um, and, and I just want to remind you, that's not my goal. I just, I make it as easy for myself as possible. I just love people. That's all I can do. Oh, and, and you, your, I you forgot talk about
0: note. that too. You talk about that, that you love people no matter what.
1: No matter what. No matter what. I am now... Um, I didn't used to be. I used to be uh, a person who argued about unconditional love and how useless it is and how it means that you put up with all sorts of... And the thing is, the peop- w- if you have a problem with the term unconditional love, it's simply because you don't understand what it means. And unconditional love never means... Um, putting up with things that harm you. That's not what unconditional love is about. There are so many people in my heart right now that I love that aren't in my life and not necessarily because they've done something wrong. It just, it's sometimes there are seasons for things, right? Um, and I'm not for everyone. That doesn't mean that I don't love them. So it's not about um being disrespectful. And it's so hard when you come from an environment that love is all about conditions and Side note, that's most of us. That's why you see the way we eat, right? The the rules that we place in our body, right? We can't feel good about ourselves or our body unless it looks a certain way. We're not healthy unless we eat what other people told us to eat, right? That's all about conditions. And we have so many conditions in this society that we live in. And I just... I just do my best to love people and listen like don't get me wrong I'm you know that's not always easy I'm also one of those people who loves to be right you know, and sometimes the loving to be right and loving people can you know it explode, <laughs> explode a little so I don't want to paint a picture of me being some kind of saint, but I would say on a daily basis it's fairly easy for me to access um, love for people and that got really easy when I started loving myself.
0: That's so beautiful. I'm going to ask you something, and you I just realized it. I didn't
1: answer the second part of your question about showing up in the world.
0: Oh, what do you do when you don't <laughs> don't want to show up? That's I want me. to ask. I want to ask you something before okay. you say that. I want to ask you something that's potentially triggering to people. And
1: Ooh, bring it on. I
0: noticed yesterday in your stories, uh, one particular story. And, you know, we are, we are in a country and an environment of dividedness right now. And one story that you posted about was the news that you trust. It was really, it was fascinating to me. And you even titled it, you're not going to like this.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: It was very fascinating to me because I feel like we have this messaging, regardless of it being food or politics or like anything that we have this messaging. And I would love if you could speak on this. Um, We have this messaging, whether we believe, I don't know. I don't want to like throw any particular diet under the bus here, but whether we are you know, saying that we're keto or saying that we love the I don't know, New York Times or Fox News or X, Y, and Z. Like we have this messaging around what we choose to believe. And I think that you you highlighted that yesterday in terms of news outlets.
1: So first of all, it wasn't me. I reposted someone else's story. Sharon says so, I believe is her name, and I love following her. She and I mean I I think her Instagram account grew like 50,000 people in a couple of days. It was, it was crazy um, because she doesn't – you can't tell what side she's on if you believe in science from the things she posts. She tries to be as unbiased as possible. So the thing that Carla is referring to is I posted something from Sharon and she said um, that there isn't really such a thing as unbiased media. And it's more accurate instead to say, I prefer the narrative that this particular news outlet is, 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 is reporting, or I prefer the way in which this particular outlet tells their news, right? It's not about unbiased. There is no unbiased source, right? Because whether, whatever you hear them say, they're still choosing what to report on and what not to report on. And those choices reflect their biases. You don't know what they're posting and what they're, you, you don't know what they're um, reporting on, right? So it's, it's, it's a little bit of a push. We're now like in the information age and we'll all do your research, which is some of the most nonsensical advice I've ever heard, by the way. Um, and we talk about this media outlet not being trusted and this media outlet not being trusted. And for the most part, it just depends on the person looking, right? Um, so it's just something to be aware of when we talk about unbiased media.
0: Thank you so much for explaining that to us. Um, I wanted to ask you also, and this is the second part of the question, is what you do when you don't want to show up. And that is defined by you, however however, you want to say it, because I think that it's really important to to voice this. Like, what do you, what do you do?
1: <clears throat> okay, so firstly, it really depends. Because sometimes, often, when you don't when you don't want to show up, it could be down to a number of things. And for me, for the sake of this conversation, let's call showing up posting on social media. So I have a business um, and I use Instagram a lot for my business, right? Um, so in my opinion, it's important for me to have a presence on my Instagram. Sometimes I do not feel like showing up on my Instagram. And often it's because I need to rest, right? I need to learn how to uh, keep my energy without absorbing other people's energy. And Before, I I don't want to go down that road, but I also, I'm going to say something that is probably also an unpopular opinion. Right now, something that's really popular is talking about boundaries, right? We love to talk about boundaries. It's all about the boundaries now. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that for me, the goal in healing is that I do not need those boundaries, Right. The more boundaries you need is often reflective of the healing that you need to do, right? Because sometimes we put these boundaries up because people trigger us or certain things trigger us. And I see it in myself sometimes when I'm reading something that I consider to be nonsense, right? I start getting triggered and then I have to have this boundary where I'm just like, I'm not going to read this or I'm not going to, um, I'm going to mute this person or I'm going to unfollow this person. And the goal is to be able to read whatever they're writing and understand from their point of view what they're saying. You don't have to agree with them right? I don't believe that my end goal is to need boundaries, right? And when we have, you know, call me woo-woo if you want, um, but when we have boundaries, we're essentially putting ourselves in a box, like boundaries in a field. We're closing ourselves in and off from other people. And if people around you um, trigger you, that's your work. And when you put up a boundary, um, and, you know, boundaries can look very different. Um, But when you put up a boundary, not all the time as well, because sometimes you could put up a boundary while you're working through this trigger, which is also fine. I want to get really clear that nothing is wrong. You're not doing anything that's wrong. I'm just speaking from my opinion and my beliefs, right? But when you put up a boundary, you are um, robbing yourself of, of a lesson, right? You're robbing yourself of an opportunity to work on healing. Because um, it's so easy to point a finger and say finger and say that this person is bothering me, right? Or this Trump supporter or this Biden supporter. When when it's about you, like why does this particular messaging trigger you? Like focus on that rather than I got to put up a boundary so I can be safe, right? Um, but I went, went, went off on a slight tangent there.
0: I love the tangent. <laughs> it's beautiful because I think that in this, world and especially in the wellness world that I'm in, that that is a huge, actually wellness and spirituality. It's a huge hot topic showing up and boundaries. Yeah. Like, and there's a couple other hot ones, but yeah. these are, these like, these are hot topics.
1: Yeah. It's not about, it's not about putting up fences guys, right? It's about learning to love, like we said, and the more um, love you have for yourself, The more patience you have for yourself, the more you really accept and integrate whatever that means to you, use, let's say use and acknowledge your shadows. So the sides of you that you condemn or hide, right? The more patience and love you have for other people, your, your interactions with other people tell you everything you need to know about yourself, right? So pay attention to that. Um, so in terms of showing up, sometimes it it really is, you know, your body might say today is a day where you do something else, where you rest or watch movies or read books and stay off social media because you don't want to be on social media. That's okay. It's, it's a fine line when you're getting to know yourself with your intuition. Is it a panic? Like, when you think about showing up, are you panicking? Like, no, 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 I can't do this. I can't let people see me. I'm so worried. What if they don't like me? What if they think I'm stupid? That's a sign that you need to show up, right? Because that's about fear. That's not your intuition. That's not your body telling you to rest. When it's like a quiet... I think today is, is... We're going to do something different today. When it's not rooted in panic and fear then i listen right so for me lately one of those things has been sleeping i've been sleeping a lot lately um for me um you know like sometimes i'll go to bed at, i've had days this week where i've gone to bed at 2 3 a.m and i'll sleep until 12 or 1 i think i had a day last week where i slept until 2 p.m right That's and beautiful. yeah and we Oh, I'm, I'm this podcast could honestly be a thousand different conversations. I don't want to go on a, a, a bunch of rants, but we don't allow ourselves to rest. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's really important that we learn to rest. And resting isn't just about not doing any work, right? Because sometimes you're not doing any work. Sometimes you're, you know, watching Netflix or on social media, but you're not resting. There's that voice in your head that's still telling you you're not doing enough. You got to do more. You're not working hard enough. We really bully the shit out of ourselves. So I, I I I was just sick. I actually just um got over corona, and in that time I realized that I don't allow myself to rest a lot, and I don't do a lot of stuff. Right. I just realize that even when I believe I'm resting, I was often talking in my head or telling myself all of these things that I should be doing. And so that's where I'm coming from. So lately, my point is lately, I felt in my body that my body needed to rest. And that has been apparent by me sleeping into one or two. And when I sleep into one or 2 p.m., I don't get up and, and, and shit on myself for it, right? I'm just like, Oh man, that felt good. That felt good. Um, and to help me do that, I've also the last. This is new for me, and some of you may already be be doing this. Um, but I don't sleep with my phone in my bedroom anymore. I actually have it in my bathroom, I'm charging in my bathroom. And I so by the time I get from when I go to bed to when I wake up in the morning, I don't I don't touch or look at my phone because I don't know about you, but sometimes I used to roll over in the middle of the night and then wake up and check my phone. <sighs> I don't do that anymore and I'm, I'm sleeping so much better. So that's uh, I I think that answers your question. I hope.
0: (laughs) Yes, it does. And that's so lovely to hear everything. I'm going to ask you how we can work with you, how we can support you. um, Anything you have coming up in terms of how we can join a program X, Y, and Z, because, I know that people listening to this are going to be interested, especially following you on social media too.
1: So firstly, before I move into that, and I love that question because, you know, I love to work with people. I used to think I was an introvert. Um, and I realized lately, well, I realized a few months ago cause I had my face red, but that's a whole nother story. Um, I realized that I'm actually extroverted and I love to be around people. My introversion was more of, um, and this is just for me, this doesn't have to be for you guys. We're all different, right? My introversion was actually fear, right? It became internalized fear about people's opinions and judgments of me. Um, and that affected, I, I've always been a very, um, loving person. It looked different, sure, 10, 20, 30, 35 years ago, whatever. It's always looked different. But I've always been a very loving person. And I somehow received the message that that wasn't okay. And you had to put walls up and not be so um, enthusiastic, right? You got to, like, chill. But I am. I'm, I'm an enthusiastic person. I get excited about everything. And I've had moments where I get excited about things and people are like, wait, you're excited about this cupcake or something, for example. And I'm like, you know, back in the day, I was like, oh, no, no, I meant I thought you were excited about the cupcake. I was just, you know, <laughs> because, like, I was embarrassed about it being excited about things. Um, so I love people is essentially what I'm saying. And when I feel like I've had enough of people, I, I withdraw. And, you know, I, I do sometimes need to... Be in my own energy instead of a bunch of other people's energy, um, but all of that to say that I love working with people. So you said earlier that you did my twenty-one day challenge, and you know this is your podcast or whatever. I know you're interviewing me, but I mean, why don't you tell us in thirty seconds or less, or however long you want to, how your experience of that was?
0: Oh boy, you're turning it on me. <laughs> I love this. I'm smiling so hard. Um, So I signed up for your program because Gwen put it in the newsletter and it said, it was just, I think it was before the holidays and it was like, do you want to work on eating X, Y, and Z? Like, it's like, I don't know what it said, but I was like, um, yes, because I am, I'm an Aries, I'm impulsive, I'm very intuitive and immediately when I saw that link I was like um yes and then I clicked on (laughs) and then I clicked on that page and I was like and all I saw I think was like loveful eating x y and z and I was like um yes I am signing up now I'm gonna find her on Instagram I'm gonna let her know that I signed up for it and because that's how like I'm very visceral like it's very like it's a gut reaction and." That's because I want to explain like the process of how I actually signed up for it. And then I got into the group, and it was like instant, like day one, you're like, um, I have all of you on my wall in my bedroom, and I love all of you. And I was like, um, hell yes, I am in the right place. And she's like, oh, by the way, we're gonna do Reiki today. Oh gosh, um, yes, I am here for this. (laughs) Like, there was like so many things. I mean, and this is just day one. And I think that like, I could go on and on about this. But I think that the biggest thing or the biggest takeaway, and we even said this before I got on the podcast is um, you talk about this in your program is just for today, like, maybe just in if someone was working on eating, maybe just for for today, I'm going to I'm going to nourish myself just for today. I'm going to love myself just for today. I mean, X, Y, and Z. And I think like, I'm a person that has taken, um, I can't even tell you how many programs I've signed up for in terms of, and I'm using quotes, my weight. Um, and this was the first time. And I think that I told you, in the Facebook group, that I signed up for this not because of weight. And I loved that your program was not about weight. It wasn't about weight. It wasn't about losing weight in 21 days. It was really, for me, it was about just getting grounded down into my body and who I am, and really getting into the present moment. And that not only affected me it it definitely went into my my kids my partner like my work like all of these things were affected because we are so much more than food
1: i freaking love that i'm so glad that i asked you to share that that's amazing and and it's true we're so much more than that and it it so many of us don't know that. It's so sad. You know, there are so many amazing lights in this world who have so many gifts, right? So much wisdom, so much love, and they still subscribe to the belief that they're only as worthy as they perceive their body to be. And it's really, really sad. Um, and you said something there that I wanted to respond to. I don't remember exactly what it was anymore, but I just love like everything you just said. That's why I love doing the work that I'm doing. And whenever you think you have a weight problem, I don't care what weight you actually are. That's a sign to actually look deeper because the problem is never your weight. Your body is never a problem, ever, ever. So if you feel like there is a problem with your weight, it's time to look deeper. So thank you so much for sharing that. I love it. I love it. I love it so much.
0: You're so welcome.
1: (laughs) Um, Thank you. You're so sweet. Um, so in terms of working with me, the challenge is not open right now. Most likely will open February or March. You can work with me one-on-one. I love that work too. I love working, uh, love working with groups as well. Um, and I actually have a masterclass planned for two Wednesdays from now, which will be talking about making peace with food, which I feel like is a good step one. Um, just simply talking about making peace with food, because there's so many, there's just so much uh, nonsense. And by nonsense, I don't mean whether it's truth or not, but things, it's, it's junk. It doesn't help you. There's so much stuff that doesn't help us. Um, and we live in this world. And you, earlier you talked about the divide, right? We've had a divide for so long. This isn't new. This isn't about Trump, right? We've had this divide for a really long time. And part of, in my opinion, part of this it's, it's so easy to divide people when they can't think for themselves. And right now we have so many people saying, think for yourself, wake up, don't be a sheep. Meanwhile, subscribing to, you know, this isn't a personal call out, you know, like, but for, for example, we have Q followers, right? Whatever you believe or don't believe, right? There's a group of people and oftentimes they're like, wake up, do your research, right? While buying into the belief that someone else you know, has given them. And it's usually a lot of it is based on speculation, right? And it's easy to say a lot of what they're believing is based on speculation, but the truth is most of what we believe is based on speculation. But at some point it got put into history books, at some point it got put into uh, scientific texts, and then we've called speculation truth. So, you know, we love to point our fingers at Q, but really they're no different from the rest of us. But my point there is that there, there are so many of us who are talking about thinking for themselves, or thinking for ourselves, and we're not, right? And when you don't eat something because someone told you it was bad for you, that's an example of you not thinking for yourself, right? We, we have people who eat a donut and then say that their belly hurts. And for some people, it might, right? For some people, there are foods that don't agree with you. And you know what foods they are. And the, the same that thing that I said earlier, it's not panic. If you're feeling panicked about your food, that's not your body telling you that the food is bad for you. That's your mind, right? You know when something does not agree with your body. So instead of listening to what everyone else says, like, what, is, what does your body say, right? Like, how do you feel? What do you want to eat? It's not about... It's not necessarily about the food that you put in your body. It's about the belief you have about the food that you're putting in your body. And that makes a world of difference.
0: So that is so beautiful. We're going to end this podcast on that because it's just so, and I want people to marinate on that last statement that you made. Um, If anybody's listening to this on iTunes, I would love if you would give us a review. Uh, five star and write it down and share it with your friends. If you want to put this in your Instagram stories, that would be amazing. You can follow both Chrissy and I, I'm at chef Carla underscore C and I will put Chrissy's handle right in the show notes that you can follow her as well. You know that you can get all of the information that we mentioned today in the show notes And I'm just sending you and yours love. And Chrissy, I'm so grateful that you came on this show. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Um, You know, I actually just forgot. I just want to add one more thing. If you guys listening to us struggle with emotional eating, I actually have a video, a free video that talks about emotional eating that I think would be really helpful for you. And it's on my website. You input your email and then you get the link to the video. Um, I'll obviously give it to Carla so she can put the link in the video, but it's youcanhealyourweight.com. But I will, Carla will put it where she's putting everything else. I'll
0: put in the show notes. It would be fabulous and everyone will watch it. And I think that actually I'm going to add that I watch that video one of the first, yeah, one of the first days. Wow. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, I like, I think that, you know, when we pay attention and we start to listen, that things become really clear, like when we are meant to work with another person, when we're meant to be, you know, even if it's just inspired on Instagram, like we know, you know, that energy instantly.
1: Yeah, you're right. You do. Wow. Thank you for this. You are such a light. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Bye, everybody.